BYU Cougar basketball is back in action. Pass picked off by CJ for Big three. Shot. Yes! And the Cougars take the lead. Top of the key three for TJ Haas. Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's your host, Jason Shepard. Good evening, BYU basketball fans. Welcome into Cougar Pregame Live tonight. Your BYU Cougars begin West Coast Conference play as they host the Lions of LMU. Now, one week ago tonight, BYU wrapped up non-conference play with a 79-73 victory over the Oral Roberts Golden Eagles. The Cougars ended their 15-game non-conference schedule with a record of 11-4. and Certainly, every year has its own identity, but last season, BYU went 8-8 eight and eight in the non-conference. So 11-4 and four is strong, specifically when you look at the schedule that BYU has played thus far. Also in last Saturday's win was a big night for Yoli Childs. He scored 23 points and moved into 10th place in BYU's all-time scoring list. Yoli passed Mark Bigelow to get to number 10 and is only four points away from going ahead of McKelly Wesley for 9th place, which should happen tonight against LMU. As I'm sure you remember, BYU was picked in the preseason to finish third in the West Coast Conference regular season behind Gonzaga and St. Mary's. We'll obviously see how that plays out. But I believe BYU is equipped quite nicely to handle what they may face in the West Coast Conference, which obviously begins tonight. And while BYU had a bye on Thursday night, the Lions were at home at Gersten Pavilion hosting the San Diego Toreros. LMU found itself trailing at home, but they were able to come back and beat USD. So the Lions come in 1-0 and in conference play. The Lions are led by Eli Scott, who averages 16 points and 6 rebounds. We had LMU play-by-play man Jesse Cass on BYU Sports Nation yesterday previewing the Lions, and I asked him, besides Eli, who else is expected to help contribute this season? So right now, offensively, Ivan Alipiev has done a nice job taking a big step from his freshman year to his sophomore year. So he's been providing a good scoring punch and can really do it inside and outside, still trying to find that level of consistency to be that real second score that they need. But he's certainly an option. And Eric Johansson, the senior who has just progressively improved each year, provides really their main three-point threat. And he's had a couple of big scoring outbursts near the end of non-conference play. So if he has his shot going, that's also a big factor for the Lions in terms of what they're looking for offensively. The Lions are 7-8 and eight overall, but historically they've played BYU really tough. And the good thing for the Cougars is that it hasn't resulted in wins. BYU has won 12 out of the last 13 games against LMU. So if you're wanting a, a more positive news heading into tonight's game, the Cougars have won their last three WCC openers, so there's that as well. This is a team that, while... They've played BYU tough. BYU has had success, and the Cougars right now in conference openers have done quite well. So that leads us into tonight's game and for tonight's player interview. Tonight you're going to hear from Dalton Nixon. As a senior, Dalton is beginning his final swing through the West Coast Conference. I caught up with the former Orem Tiger after practice yesterday. Here's our conversation. I know the new year is only three days old, but how's the new year treating you? It's been good. Spent a lot of time in the gym, so it's a good year so far. Before we started uh, recording, you said practice has been pretty good over the last couple of days. Why have they been so good? Um, I think now that uh, our conference has started, I think that it gives us an opportunity to kind of like, you know, reset, set some goals. And so we've really been locked in the last few days, especially as we prepare for this LMU team and what's, what's to come. So, you know, I think it's just re- we've been really focused and we're really hungry as we go into the league. Did you like the ability to be able to, because you guys didn't play the very first night where the rest of the league did, 
do you like that a little bit to maybe get a, a, a look at everybody else? I don't know how much of it you watched last night, but what were your thoughts on having the, the Thursday off? Yeah, we paid attention to the games in league, obviously, but um, I, I wish we would have had the opportunity to play, especially with Christmas break. It seems like, you know, we've had so many days of practice and you wish that you could play more, obviously. So, you know, it is what it is. And so it's an opportunity for us to evaluate, you know, how the teams played, especially how this LMU team played against San Diego. And now we can go from here and, and, and play them. That has been something that, that I've, I've referenced a couple of times over the last couple of weeks is the fact that just one game a week for almost a month now, how positive, negatively, I mean, how has that affected you guys? It's not necessarily a negative, but it definitely does change your routine, especially being out of classes and having a lot of extra time being in town. But the positive is that we have two, three weeks to really get better and to really get into the gym and focus on what we need to do and to improve and to be successful. And I think that it, it has been a good you know, couple weeks since we've been on this break, and we're eager to, to see what we can do. I had asked you if you had watched any of the games Thursday. Overall, do you, do you pay attention to the rest of the league? Do you watch other games? And I know obviously you're usually playing when they play, but how much do you pay attention to the other teams in the WCC? We definitely pay attention. Personally, I, I pay attention a lot. I actually, while I was on break for Christmas, went out to um, Clovis, California, where my wife's family is from, and um, I went and watched San Francisco play at Fresno State. <laughs> so, little advanced scouting. Little advanced scouting, uh, but it was more just fun to get into the gym. But we definitely do pay attention. I think our league is really good. They have a lot of really good teams. And so it's interesting to see now, uh, after, after you know seeing how the games were on Thursday, to see how teams are playing against each other now. And it's going to be a, a really fun couple of months to be able to play against all the teams, have opportunities to play them at home, on the road. It's a fun league, and especially having a lot of seniors on the team, we know what we have to do. We know we can't have you know those slip-ups. We have to come and be ready to play every night. You've been in this league now for several seasons. Where do you think this league has evolved since maybe your first year playing in it? The West Coast Conference has had the reputation where, you know, the top couple teams are really good and then, um, you know, it, it gets weaker as it goes down the bottom. But I think over the last few years, um, I think from top to bottom, our league has just really, really improved. And, you know, you go into these these gyms, you go into Pacific and Pepperdine and Santa Clara, and um, it's not like they're you know, not a good team. They, they are well, really well coached. We have, you know, some new coaching additions across the league the last couple of years that have really helped and we have really good players. And I think that the West coast conference doesn't get as much credit as it should, because it is a very uh, difficult league and there's no easy game. It's a, it's a grind every single game. But you do think that overall the conference is, is starting to, to get more attention. I mean, if you look right now, it's predicted to be a three bid league in the NCAA tournament. Do you see the, the wheels kind of moving in terms of how people look at this conference? I do. I think so. And I think, you know, we have the goal of making the NCAA tournament. And there's great teams along with uh, Gonzaga and St. Mary's. And if, if this league gets three bids and can consistently get, you know, three bids, I think that it will definitely um, turn some heads across the country. And so, you know, I, th I think that there's great competition and it's going to be a lot of fun. I mean, we obviously have to take care of LMU, but we're really excited to you know, go to Moraga and go to Spokane and, and see what we can do. What has been the focus specifically looking at the Lions coming off a win over San Diego, come from behind win, but they, they were able to pull it out, so they're coming in 1-0 in the conference. What, what are your overall thoughts on the Lions? Uh, they're, they're really scrappy. Um, they have a really, really good post player, Eli Scott, and they have really good role players around him. He's a, he's a really good passer in the post and make plays, makes plays for his team. And so we know that they're really aggressive and, um, we definitely 
we're not look, looking over these guys at all because you know uh, the last couple of years we've we've had troubles with them, especially at their gym. So I feel like we owe these guys, and you know I'm I'm really excited to to get on the floor and and uh, start this league off right. I think sometimes in in different sports. You, people may look at it is when you get to the postseason things things change a little bit the game's a little different is that similar when you get into conference play because of the familiarity between all these teams definitely it, like I said it, it becomes a grind and especially once you get into the uh, back half of conference where you've already seen the teams that you're playing and they've made adjustments in in, in conference it can get really tough and um, like I mentioned we have a, a senior heavy group that has played in this conference for a long time and knows what they need to do and it's going to it's going to require every one of us to show up every night and give it our all if we if we want to be successful. Started the uh, the interview asking you about uh, about New Year's and it's only 3 days old. Are you a New Year's resolution guy? Did you set any goals? If you set the goals, are you willing to share any of them? Yeah, um, one New Year's resolution I have is to shoot more free throws um, each day. Um, and that's something that Coach Robinson has um, been an inspiration to all of us for. He's uh, been following up with us on our free throw shooting, and so it's definitely uh, it's going to be a focus of mine, um, basketball wise. And uh, other than that, you know, I don't really make too many New, New Year's resolutions, but uh, it's a good opportunity to fr- have a fresh start and to you know work hard. By the way, because Yoli just walked, any thoughts on on Yoli Childs? Yoli's the man, and he's going to have a great league. Um, good friend of mine, roommate on the road. But, man, let's just get I'm after it. Father figure. <laughs> you could say that. <laughs> father figure, very nice. Thanks, Dalton. Appreciate it. Thank you. We don't deliver just one pregame interview. We give you a two-for-one. That's, I mean, I, I think that's pretty impressive. Yoli Child's coming over at the end of the interview. Look, and, and you hear it just, and understand it, it's just a couple of seconds, but this team really gets along, and, and I understand that it, at the end of the day, it's it's how this team executes on the court, and they have certainly done a great job of doing that. But when you've got really good team chemistry, and this team certainly has that, that certainly uh, you can, it comes through on the court. And I'm not saying that's the only reason why this, this team's 11-4 and four and playing really good, but it certainly doesn't help uh, that this team gets along and, oh, by the way, playing really good basketball as they begin conference play tonight. This season, BYU Basketball and Mountain America Credit Union are changing lives. For each three-pointer BYU makes, Mountain America will donate $50 to the American Red Cross to help fund humanitarian services and programs. Coming up next, we will head next door to the Marriott Center. It's time for a courtside conversation. Tonight, filling in for Mark Durant, we will be able to speak with Terry Nashif. Excited to talk with Terry. We'll talk with him next as Cougar Pregame Live continues on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. While BYU had to watch the rest of the league begin conference play on Thursday night, tonight it's their turn hosting LMU at the Marriott Center. That is where we will head right now. It is our courtside conversation filling in for Mark Durant on the broadcast tonight with Greg Rubel, former Cougar player, former Cougar coach. Terry Nashif joining us. Terry, uh, Happy New Year to you, my friend. Happy New Year, Shep. It's great to be here, and hope you had a great holiday. I, I certainly did. How was uh, how was the Nashif family holidays? Did everything go well? It was wonderful. We went to we went down to Phoenix, visits with some family, had a great time, and uh, just got back yesterday. Very nice. Well, at least you uh, 
least we kept it warm for you, right? If you're down in Phoenix, uh, you know, I, was, I assume it was probably similar temperatures, right? Yeah, it was uh, it was great, <laughs> and and we went to a, a cool hotel with a water park inside, and it was uh, it was really enjoyable. I had a great time with the kids. Very nice. Speaking of enjoyable, I would say that's probably one way to describe the non-conference for BYU. Beginning conference play with a record of eleven and four, playing really good basketball. So now follow me on this one because I think the important thing is BYU got the win versus Oral Roberts. I have made the case that BYU struggling just a bit in that game, yet still winning, is actually a good thing for the Cougars heading into WCC play because it's it's a little bit of a wake-up call. Do you agree with me, or am I just wearing the blue goggles trying to put a positive spin on it? Well, I'm going to tell you this, and uh, this I don't know how often this is talked about, but uh, they get a big win. Everybody goes home for Christmas. You sit around your Christmas table. And no one is talking about, hey, you need to be a little bit more involved with the team. You need to give up shots for the team. I think you should play less for the team. And that's something that coaches battle every time and teams battle every single day. But normally they come back to practice the next day. So you have a week where you've got three days or so with your family. Things change a little bit. And you've got that break. Everything's a little bit different. You don't have school. It's a hard game. BYU won the game, yep. and they just need to win. And they found a way to do it. And I'm excited. They're at home for their their uh, conference opener. And uh, I'm with you. I think it's good if you can win different ways. They've won a ton of different ways this year, and it, it's really prepared them for this conference uh, season. Well, and you know, I mean, you know, this as a as a player and a coach. I mean, if you have all of these experiences, if Coach Pope and the coaching staff can. Like, if you're playing a game, oh, remember remember how, how we did this against so-and-so. When you can call upon different types of games and how you were able to maneuver things in, in that specific game, I think that's a big deal to be able to, to go back. And that's why you play those games, is to be able to learn from them. No question. And you have feelings in those games where you're looking at each other in these situations and you say, okay, we got to get this done. How are we going to get it done? And then when you do get it done, like you said, you can call upon that. And uh, you know that, and, and Coach Pope talks about it a lot with the trust of the teammates and the coaches. And, and when you find ways to win, uh, that increases the trust because you've done it before. I mentioned BYU 11-4 and four coming into conference play. Did their 11-4 and four record alter your expectations for this team heading into conference play? Did The way that they played, is, is, does that change anything in how you view this team's uh, position and what's possible for them in the WCC? Well, I coached with Coach Pope and, and Coach Feger and the staff. I knew what they would be able to do, coach some of these players, and uh, was really excited about this season, the group that they were able to compile a little bit last minute on some you know, aspects. For them to get through the non-conference season the way they did, playing those tough uh, teams, look at that schedule that they played, and to not have Yoli and to win without him, and then to have him transition into the games and into the rotation the way he has, it's just been really fun to watch. I'm excited to watch this conference season. Uh, has not altered my expectations. I expect him to win. Uh, I think that they can win every game. I think they're going to win games that surprise people, and uh, I think they'll win the games they're supposed to. So I'm excited. Uh, tonight's a big game for BYU and, and really excited to watch it. It is a big game, and I think this league overall is better than it was last year. At least I think it has the potential to be better. Certainly I think it's still top-heavy, and I think it probably will always be that way to a certain extent. But overall, what are your thoughts on the WCC? How, how would you 
How would you describe this league right now? Well, here's the thing. Everything changes when you get in league. This, The coaches and the staffs and the preparation and the toughness and the skill uh, in this league is, is unreal. And uh, we saw it when we transitioned from the Mountain West to the West Coast Conference. Great leagues, great coaches in uh, the Mountain West, but it was different. These, these teams are so tough. They're so well coached. They're so well prepared. Um, I was talking to someone over the break, um, just talking about Del Vadova when he was out there, and he would get our signals, and he would know what player to go guard to stop the play. And we ended up just stop calling plays. We were just going to Tyler Hawes on a play that they had trouble with because they are so prepared, and it's just different in this league. The West Coast Conference is a such a basketball league, and it is uh, so well coached and such skilled players. I realize that NCAA tournament doesn't seed in the beginning of January. Currently, right now, a lot of people that follow this closely and, and make predict predictions that usually come true say that right now. The West Coast Conference is a three-bid league. Yesterday on BYU Sports Nation, we had our, our WCC preview show. We talked with four play-by-play -play, uh, broadcasters from the conference. We asked each one of them, how many teams do you think get in the postseason? They all said they think it's a three-bid league. So I'm going to ask you, Terry, do you think the West Coast Conference is a three-bid league this year? I sure hope so. Uh, we've been surprised with the West Coast Conference and uh, St. Mary's getting left out a couple years. and. And I sure hope that if ever if it if it ended right now and it was seeded today, it would be a three bid league. I hope that they show it the respect that it deserves. Obviously, every game is so important in the West Coast Conference. Um, the the great teams, uh, the teams that are perceived as not as great, uh, you have to win those games as well. And so there's a lot to go. But I sure hope that it's a three bid league if it were to be seeded today. Let's focus in on tonight's opponent for BYU, the Lions. Uh, 1-0 in conference play. Uh, come from behind win at home over San Diego. Uh, what are your thoughts on LMU as they come in here to Provo tonight? Again, really well coached, great talent. And uh, for them to come behind from behind and beat San Diego, another great team um, in the West Coast Conference. And, again, league play is different. For them to get that win, it's going to give them confidence. Uh, this is BYU's first league game. Uh, obviously, a lot of these players have played in league uh, before, um, even if it's not the West Coast Conference. And so it, it brings a different feel to it, but definitely gives them confidence coming into this game. And uh, we've played some LMU teams over the, the years that have been so good, and uh, anything can happen in league. Why has this, and, and I touched on this uh, in, the, uh, in the first segment of, of the pregame show, BYU's had success, ultimately, in wins and losses, and ultimately that's really all that matters. But LMU has always been a very tough opponent for BYU. Is there any particular reason why? Because you're talking about, obviously, different players from, from year in and year out and different coaching staffs and different schemes. Why has that been? Why do you think? Uh, one thing, when you go down there, I think it's one a hard place to play. They don't play in front of a ton of fans. We go down there. We pack the place. They're used to the facility. I've talked about this a lot, but they're used to the facility. And now you give them energy because there's people that they're playing in front of, and they play better, and they're at home. And uh, so they raise their level. Um, again, because they feel different in their gym, yeah. they're excited to play in front of more people. So I think that's been a challenge going down there. But they play great here as well. And, and their talented players uh, obviously have great scorers, individual scorers. And at times, uh, BYU has struggled with great individual scorers and so those are a few things that come to mind because of the familiarity within conference what area do you think BYU has the most room for improvement um 
improvement as far as non-conference versus conference? Is or that just, what you're asking? Yeah, just what aspect of BYU's game right now do you think there's still improvement that, that can be had? Obviously, getting the free throw line is a big deal. You can talk about rebounding. Um, those are those are things that uh, are important that can be improved. But uh, talking to Coach Pope after um, uh, the game a couple of weeks ago, he just talked about how they make the right pass and they make the right play and they're not taking challenge shots, and that affects getting to the free throw line. And so I think the biggest thing they can improve on is um, just making shots and under pressure and then really – it just comes down to these game plans and adjusting to them. They're going to be different, and it's going to be harder, and they just have to find ways to take what the defense has given them and not let it slow them down, stay on attack. Terry brings us to our final question. Ken Garf Honda, Nissan, and Volkswagen and Orm proudly present keys to the game. Terry, what are your keys to tonight's game? I think it's to get stops early, getting off to a good start, staying out of foul trouble so that uh, – Coach Pope can control the rotations and not foul trouble controlling the rotations. And then, as always, make shots. Terry, great stuff as always. Always fun to talk to you. And uh, looking forward to hearing you with Greg coming up in just a few minutes. Thanks, Shep. There we go. Terry Nashif on the broadcast tonight with Greg Rubel filling in for Mark Durant. After a quick timeout, we'll check out some other scores in college basketball. Plus, NFL Wild Card Weekend officially underway. And the first game, it was a doozy. And it is a final. We'll let you know who won. Coming up next, as Cougar Pregame Live continues on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's get you back to Cougar Pregame Live with your host, Jason Shepard. Getting you ready for the conference opener for the BYU Cougars. LMU has already played a game. They're 1-0 coming into tonight. BYU-LMU coming your way from the Marriott Center in about 35 minutes. Let's update you on other action. In fact, earlier today at the Marriott Center, it was BYU women's basketball 2-1 and one in conference play, hosting the Portland Pilots, a team that BYU had had a lot of success against today. Not going the Cougars' way. Portland comes into the Marriott Center and beats BYU 57-48. to The Cougars' record now 7-7 seven and seven overall, 2-2 two and two in the WCC. All right, to the men's game. Locally, Utah taking on number 4 Oregon. The Ducks beat the Utes by 5, 69-64. Southern Utah gets the win over Montana State, 59-53. Weber State losing at Northern Arizona. Wildcats fall 72-64. to UVU in action right now. They are in Kansas City taking on UMKC. Kangaroos right now leading the Wolverines 18-6 with 11 minutes to go in the first half. Top 25 action. A couple of games going on right now. Number 6, Baylor leading Texas 18-11. And it is number 2, Duke, with a two-point lead over Miami at 14-12. I mentioned the NFL playoffs officially underway. Wild card weekend is here. The Texans winning one of the AFC wildcard games in overtime. I think I said at least three or four times for each team. Oh, that's it. They're going to win. This one was crazy. Back and forth. The Texans advancing on. They defeat the Bills in OT 22-19. And by the way, a quick update on the Utah Jazz in Orlando. Jazz leading by 5, 60-55 in the third quarter. Coming up next, over to the Marriott Center for the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show with Greg Rubel. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
It's time to get the inside scoop on today's game. This is the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. Zions Bank. For a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. The Cougar Pregame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America Visa credit cards featuring triple rewards. Now, let's head back to the MoBetta's courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening, Cougar basketball fans. Welcome courtside inside the Marriott Center on the beautiful BYU campus in Provo, Utah. Tonight, the BYU Cougars open West Coast Conference play against the visiting Lions of LMU. I'm Greg Grubel. I'll be your play-by-play commentator for this evening. Joined once again by former BYU point guard and assistant coach Terry Nashif. And uh, Terry, uh, one of the reasons I love college hoops is how it gives you a, a season of phases and rhythms, and there's a distinct uptick in intensity and importance when this day and league play gets underway. Absolutely. This is a big game for BYU. I like when it comes. It comes after the holiday break, and uh, they look ready to play this uh, this evening. Well, we come back. The pregame thoughts of BYU head coach Mark Pope as the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show continues live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're tuned to the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. For more with head coach Mark Pope, let's rejoin your host, Greg Rubel. Back inside the Marriott Center where BYU tonight opens WCC competition by hosting LMU. The Lions have lost their last seven games in Provo. BYU's won 12 of the last 13 meetings overall. But LMU has given BYU its share of nervous moments over the years. The Cougs come into tonight's game at 11-4 on the year. The Lions 7-8, and but coming off a home win over San Diego in the Lions League opener uh, two nights ago. Our pregame conversation with BYU head coach brought to you now by Zions Bank for a financial slam dunk. Zions Bank is for you. Coach Pope talking tonight about the uh, challenge facing his guys in opening league play against a team that already had a little taste of conference success. Yeah, it was a great win for them uh, Thursday night. They played really, really well. They played deep into their bench and, and uh, got contributions from everybody. And um, so, so they're coming in here feeling pretty good. They're a slow team, relatively speaking, and the games can get muddy, but they tend to excel in that kind of game, it seems. Yeah, it's interesting because their, their, their uh, transition offense is so efficient. I think it's because it's selective. Uh, um, they're not a huge volume pers- uh, possession team. Um, they run their actions really, really well. Uh, they screen a ton. Uh, they have little quick hitters that, that get guys shots and get guys in position. And then when things break down for them, they throw it in to zero, whether he's in the post or at the bull's head or the three-point line. And he kind of backs it down and starts going to work. And he's, he's the leading assist guy and maybe in the country at 5.5 assists, give or take, per game. And he's an incredibly talented passer and really physical. And, and, and really, if, if you don't come on him, he'll try and work in Debo in the post. So uh, it's kind of how they attack this game. And, and uh, they They've, they've, you know, they're starting to find themselves and figure out who they are as a team. And that to zero, Eli Scott had a memorable, memorable game against Grambling, a 21, 13, and 13. Yeah, he's really talented and he's really unselfish. You know, he, he uh, you can tell that he plays the game really agenda free, right? Um, and uh, he knows that he can he can make an impact on the game in a lot of different ways. Um, and so he's been impressive to watch and study and prepare for. Teams get a lot of shots off from three against LMU. Why is that? 
Well, uh, you know, they, they, they live in rotations. They actually, they actually encourage you to get rotations really quick. They change their defense all the time. They'll start in a one, two, two, three quarter court press and fall back to a zone and then 10 seconds into the possession switch to a man and, uh, you know, or vice versa. Um, they'll, they're switch very, very freely and liberally. They white ball, uh, they down ball screens on the side. Uh, and they and they essentially it's almost like a blitz ball screens on high ball screens and so what all of that leads them to be in rotation constantly now the thing that they do well is when they get in rotation they're a really good charge taking team they're really good at clogging up the lane they do that very effectively and efficiently so they get you kind of racing around put your head down and get in there and and they can cause you some trouble there but they do live in rotation and so that that lends itself to giving up threes they also really really protect the the lane with bodies and so i think that also leads teams to shoot threes just because they can't get in the lane now you're not shooting a ton of free throws this year as we know but this could be a game where you get to the line a bit well we hope the trend is upward um you know this is the one this is a top fouling team in right. the country right. uh, they really really foul they're really physical they really really slap down on balls uh, they use their strength and so one of the keys for us is the force that we play with you have to earn fouls and the way you earn fouls is you play so physically through contact that you maintain possession the referees call a foul or you cough the ball up through contact and the referees are less likely to see it or believe it or call it and so uh, the physicality that we approach this game on offense is going to be really important okay colby's working his way back for you but you're going to stick with the lineup you went with last game uh you like dalton up front yeah dalton's done a great job for us and and kobe is is coming back he's still been limited in his full court uh practice time um he's really close but we'll, we'll get him out there for some time and he's really important to us one of the great things about college basketball is how um, it has these sequences or phases, and league play is a big deal. Yeah, it is. I mean, this is um, you know this is like the heart of the season. It really is, and uh, you know we we start a sixteen game season right now, and um, and you know league is daunting. Uh, first of all, our league is so good. And second of all, you just know that in league, um, everything happens. I mean, we just witnessed two nights ago Gonzaga down by seven at halftime at Portland. You know, nobody was predicting that. And St. Mary's is down 10 in the first six minutes at San Francisco. And Pacific goes into Pepperdine and and wins a game, a huge game for them. And that's just what league play is. Um, You know, guys know each other. Guys, uh, uh, you know, have, you know, they have some history together. And and, uh, every game matters so much. and, And so you play hard good luck in your first league opener as BYU's head coach and we'll talk to you post game thanks Rick that is coach Mark Pope and tonight's Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show title and escrow can be complicated with over 50 years experience in Utah Provo Land Title has the expertise to navigate your buying selling or building project Provo Land Title making the complicated easier coming up next it is the BYU store Cougar tip-off show live from the Marriott Center on the new skin BYU Sports Network It's almost time to hit the hardwood. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. The Cougar Tip-Off Show is also brought to you by BYU Dining, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 25 years. Also brought to you by Utah Honda Dealers. Now let's head live to the Mobetta's courtside seats and join Terry Nashif alongside the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening once again, Cougar Nation. Welcome back inside the Marriott Center here in Provo. This evening, the BYU Cougars play for their sixth straight win 
It'll be their first six-game win streak in more than two years if they get it. It's BYU home to LMU in the Cougars WCC opener. Cougs looking to move above 500 in league openers for the first time ever since joining the WCC at least nine years ago. BYU 4-4 four and four all-time in WCC lid lifters. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Greg Grubel and former BYU player and coach Terry Nashif with you from courtside. Terry sitting in for Mark Durant tonight. Our statistician is intern Nate, Nate Slack. Jason Shepard is our studio host. Our control board operator is Cole Wissinger. Our coordinating producer, Terry South. And our BYU radio engineer is Barry Squires. We are coming to you live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Well, BYU played 15 non-conference games and won 11 of them. And Terry, when you consider that 9 of the 15 were played without Yoli Childs, 11-4 and four is pretty solid. Uh, clearly, the rankings metrics agree BYU's put itself in a pretty good spot heading into conference play in a league that ranks ninth nationally in Ken Palm and features the number one team again in the country in Gonzaga. No question. And when you put it, coaches put a schedule together, they don't really know how good the teams are going to be that they play and then what they're going to do after they play them. And this schedule has been hard, and they've, they've been up to the task. And then Yoli being gone, them winning without him, him coming back, and them playing seamlessly as he transitions in. It's been amazing, and they put themselves in such a great spot. Coming up after the break, we'll hear from LMU assistant coach Jeff Strom as the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off show rolls on live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Tip-Off show. Let's head back live courtside and rejoin Brett Rubel. Welcome back to the Marriott Center and the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show. BYU and LMU straight ahead as the Cougars seek to extend a five-game win streak and seven-game run of home wins over LMU. LMU, by the way, has had a color change in the offseason. They're still blue and red, just different shades of blue and different shades of red. They'll be wearing their red uniforms, road unis uh, tonight. Uh, Lions coached by Mike Dunlap, now in his sixth season in L.A., and his team had been up and down and really has stayed that way on its way to a 7-8 and eight start to this year's campaign. LMU led by Eli Scott, who has the WCC's only triple-double this season. I spoke with assistant coach Jeff Strom a short time ago here at the Marriott Center. We talked about uh, LMU getting one under its belt with a big win in the league opener against San Diego on Thursday night. Oh, exactly. You always want to start with a win, and, and it just gets everything moving better and, and uh, what you work for. And as you know, wins in this league are not easy to come by. Coach Pope talked about having to sit around while everyone else was playing a game on Thursday and kind of getting antsy about that. Yeah, we were laughing. Two of its assistants, well, Chris Burgess played for me at Utah, yeah. and then Cody, and I was talking to them, they said, yeah, they said, we'd much better have been playing than sitting around watching. What did you like most about uh, Thursday? I'd imagine that, uh, you know, being down nine first half, being down eight second half, and not pretty uh, impressive. Yeah, I just liked how our kids fought. You know, we've got a young group with the three guys that have been injured and out for the year, and to just see the young guys, you know, bond together, it's easy early in the league to uh, fall behind and, and lose a game like that. And I, we, I just like they stay together. And then the biggest thing, I thought we showed some great grit in the second half. At one point, we had nine stops in a row defensively. Mm. And that was really, really refreshing to see from, a, uh, from our group. You just alluded to it, but uh, not having Douglas and Quintana this year, that's a blow. 
Well, that and also people forget when uh, Matthias Markison, the 7'4 young man, unfortunately had to go home and take care of his mother who has since passed. Yeah. And we lost her about a month ago. Mm-hmm. And so he'll be joining us again next year. And He'll come back. Yes, okay. and but he had to go home and take. he was the caretaker. And, what you know, a young man that age should never have to deal with what he had to deal with. And then, yeah, Damien, you know, unfortunately did the Gordon Hayward ankle out for the year. And then Joe is ACL and MCL. And, and uh, you know, fortunately they'll all be back. They're young kids. And, and and, uh, and in the meanwhile, we're getting a lot of young guys that get an experience that hadn't planned on it. Right. You've uh, used a few different lineups this year. Have you settled on something you, th- you think you like right now? No, not really. I mean, with, you know, you never know with freshmen, you know, from one day, one practice. And so this group has settled in a little bit. But to be frank, no. I mean, you know, you have your steadies, Eli and Eric and that. But the others are young guys. And like young guys do, sometimes they're good, sometimes they're not. But what I will say one thing, and this is what we love about our group. These young men are fun to coach, and they show up every day. And, you know, what they, the mistakes they make are because they're young. What do you think of BYU coming in right now at 11-4? Uh, and four, They've won five in a row. Yeah, you know, they're playing really, really good. And, you know, number one, seven seniors experience. That's what you all want, you know. And, and not you know, as I learned when I coached at Utah, they're not just seniors. They're, you know, returned missionaries, and they're men, you know. And, uh, you know, some of them are 23, 24 against 19-year-olds. You know, but what I like, one is they can really score. You know, I don't know there's a better scoring team in America, whether it be transition, half court. They have a great, obviously they can shoot at top five, top ten in the country, you know, and they seem to really enjoy sharing the ball, you know. And then defensively, they're a group of guys that have played together for quite a while, and that helps. This is a good offensive league, though. I mean, the numbers show it. It's the best shooting league in the country. Yeah, no question, you know, and I think it's a mixture of there's a lot of experience. You look at the BYU, you look at Gonzaga, you look at uh, St. Mary's, they got, you know, juniors, seniors. So, that helps. Guys are better offensively when they're older. And I also just think there's a lot of good skilled players. And whether it be Pacific, whether it be Pepperdine, whether it be, you know, Eli Scott on our team, he can score, you know. And so I think there's just a lot of good scores, you know. And But the other thing I tell people is there's some pretty good defense in this league too. You know, so a good offense will always beat a good defense. And, you know, I think sometimes we forget to give the offense more the credit they deserve, but it's not because of bad defense. Finally, uh, for the guys who haven't been here before, what do you want them to know about the Marriott Center vibe? Yeah, you know, as we tell our players, it's a fun place to play. If, if you're a college young man, what a great experience, you know, because it's refreshing. It's a big crowd. You know, there's nothing, you know, more rewarding than to go on the road and try to get a win against a big crowd. And so if you're a competitor and a college young man, it's fun, you know. And, and so, you, you, you know, one of the things we told our guys last night, you know, smell it, embrace it, let your senses feel it, and have fun. Right. You know, because there's a lot, a lot more things in life more serious than this. And so it should be one, you know, four times in your career, you should enjoy it. You know, you go to Gonzaga, you should enjoy it. You know, uh, St. Mary's, those are the fun times, you okay. know, and enjoy those. Cool. Coach Strom, thank you so much for the time. Good to speak with you. Thank you very much. My pleasure. That is LMU assistant coach Jeff Strom. Time now for tonight's You Be the Judge trivia question, sponsored by Legally Mine. Legally Mine equals asset protection. Go to LegallyMineUSA.com to learn what you can do to stop lawsuits dead in their tracks. Here's tonight's question. Who is BYU's all-time career free throw percentage leader? The answer coming up next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's rejoin Greg Rubel. You and LMU coming right up. First up, the answer in tonight's You Be the Judge feature and trivia question brought to you by Legally Mine. Here was tonight's trivia question. Who's BYU's all-time career free throw percentage leader? Terry Nashif had a beat on this one. He had a, he had a dead-eye aim on this one like, uh, like this guy shooting a free throw. Who was it? I'm going with Tyler Hawes because I see him every day at work. Tyler Hawes, 88.3%, the all-time leader, just marginally ahead of James Taft Fredette. Jimmer, 88.2%. Tyler Hawes took 820 career free throws and missed fewer than 100 of them. 724 for 820 for a robust 88.3, and he is your all-time free throw percentage leader here at BYU. Time for our final break. Some last words before tip-off coming up next. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on. Let's head back live, courtside. All right, to getting you set for BYU and LMU. And tonight, to Terry Nash, if uh, TJ Howes will make his 117th consecutive start, it'll tie for fourth all-time with Devin Durant on BYU's career consecutive starts list. And ever since he stepped foot on campus from day one, he was a starter. He's not missed a single game. Now, some people, some people might say, well, well, it's just starting. I mean, anyone can do that. The grind that these players go through, and, and TJ takes a lot of punishment out there the way he plays to do what he's done. I mean, hats off, right? No question. And to think that you can go that long without a, you know, a, a contusion in your thigh or something that's keeping you down or an illness or a sickness. And every night, just the, the consistency is amazing. Tip-off of BYU and LMU coming up next. You've been listening to the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. <laughs> 